Can you outline the TOBAM approach to ESG and sustainability? Because there are different approaches that people apply. Sure. So I would um, I would classify them in two uh, in two dimensions. Uh, one dimension is what TOBAM does on a corporate basis, and the other dimension is what TOBAM does in terms of managing the portfolios. Uh, maybe I'll start with the investment side because usually that's where uh, most of the interest is mm -hmm. and we can discuss the rest uh, later. So within the portfolios, uh, we uh, started to integrate ESG in 2007 and uh, Tobam was created in 2006, so that's uh, pretty early on. And uh, we uh, were uh, interested early on by integrating ESG because our main uh, initial clients were large Nordic pension funds. So this is something that they brought to our attention uh, quite uh, early on. And at the same time, the founder of the company was also quite sensitive to the subject when he founded the company. So I think the two uh, interests uh, met at the time. And uh, we decided to uh, look into the subjects and over the years, uh, we uh, included a number of features that led to where we are today. And I would uh, describe mainly three characteristics of the uh, ESG integration today at Tobam. Uh, the first one is uh, the integration of uh, an exclusion list uh, that we've been uh, doing again since 2007. Uh, that was initially based on uh, Norges Bank uh, exclusion list, Norges Bank being the uh, largest fund in the world uh, that's uh, putting uh, quite a lot of resources in the subject and that's also being public about the findings and the exclusion uh, that they are uh, implementing themselves in their portfolio. Uh, so we have been uh, excluding the stocks excluded by them uh, in 2007 their list has been, uh, has been growing and populati populated along the years and uh, we are today in a situation where uh, we are not only following uh, their lists but we have built our own exclusion lists uh, that's uh, including Norges Bank's guidelines but also other guidelines other guidelines being uh, some other leading financial institutions guidelines and our own guidelines uh, to give you a few examples of what it means concretely, uh, it means that uh, our exclusion are based on uh, thematic exclusions. So th the most, uh, I think the most illustrative thematic exclusion that we can mention would be uh, tobacco, for example, that's been completely excluded for quite a long time now in our portfolio. And uh, one of the most recent thematic exclusion that we have included is uh, what uh, Norges Bank called coal-related activities uh, that's been excluded in three steps in 2016. So the first uh, <laughs> big theme is uh, exclusion with a focus on, uh, I think, what you could describe as being UNPRI-aligned uh, uh, guidelines uh, that we have been uh, implementing since 2007. A second uh, significant initiative uh, that we are Im systematically implementing in all our AUM is uh, the 
measurement of the carbon footprint of the portfolios and the systematic reduction of the carbon footprint of our portfolios versus the relevant benchmark of each of the portfolio. So uh, this is something quite uh, interesting because uh, the only uh, the only time when we are using the benchmark is to define the investment universe. You might know that our funds are called anti-benchmark. Uh, so we're not uh, very much uh, fans of the market cap weighted benchmarks. Uh, so we are now adding one dimension on a relative basis, which is a systematic reduction of at least 20% of the carbon footprint of our portfolios versus the carbon footprint of the benchmark itself. Uh, and again, this, as well as the exclusion list that I have been mentioning before, are applied to the entire portfolio that we are running. So our, uh, to maybe step, take one step back, our um, take on ESG is that as soon as we take an initiative, we apply it to the entire AUM that we are running. We don't want to develop a dedicated uh, fund range or a dedicated ESG strategies. We believe that if we have the conviction that it makes sense, we have to do it across the board. And this is always what we have been applying uh, in our uh, ESG initiatives. Uh, the third pillar of uh, what could uh, belong to uh, ESG has to do with uh, voting and engagement. So uh, we used to work on the basis of uh, ISS uh, ESG voting policy. And we have decided uh, lately that we would build our own uh, voting policy uh, and being a quantitative manager we are uh, putting a specific attention to governance because governance is a field where you can measure things objectively and this is things that we like to do measuring you know diversification governance and, and indicators like that so we are implementing our own voting policy with a specific focus on governance and the last part I'd like to mention is uh, engagement uh, because we believe that engagement certainly goes together with exclusion. So not only are we uh, excluding some stocks, but we are communicating to the companies we are excluding and to some extent to also other companies in order to let them know the ground and the rationale for our exclusions and our policy. And we are uh, launching a few focused initiatives either on a standalone basis or with uh, our investors to try to have these companies take our remarks into account. Based on your experiences, you know, talking to company managers, um, what, what actually works with them at the end of the day? Is it going in and holding up, as it were, a big gun to the head and saying, if you don't do it, we're out, that's it? Or is it going in and saying, look, we need to have a really long talk about what you're doing. Okay, so uh, there are many different dimensions in your question. Uh, I can maybe uh, comment on the pure uh, investment side and uh, also uh, tell you a little bit about our findings uh, about the impact of exclusion and the reasons why we are doing it. Uh, I think one uh, high-level comment that uh, needs to be done uh, regarding Tobam is that um, we are obviously uh, doing uh, several things in terms of ESG uh, and we believe all these things make sense 
uh, for many reasons. One of them being that uh, we are mainly dealing with long-term investors and uh, long-term investors needs to be here for the long term. So obviously uh, everybody needs to be around still in 30, 40 years and, uh, and, uh, and the planet needs to still be uh, up and running. Uh, but uh, every single steps that we are taking is not designed or is not based on the belief that this will improve our returns or this will improve uh, the characteristics of our portfolio. Uh, we are uh, excluding companies, we are uh, uh, engaging in voting policy and, and all the steps that I have described and we are systematically checking when we are taking initiatives that this does not change the nature of our investment philosophy. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, we are uh, purely systematic managers with a unique goal defined as maximizing the diversification of the portfolios, whether on the equity uh, investment space, the fixed income investment space or uh, other asset classes. And whenever we are taking measures like excluding companies or uh, reducing carbon footprints, we are systematically monitoring the impact of these uh, initiatives. And what we are finding and what we uh, uh, are systematically finding, in fact, is that there is a very marginal, marginal impact on the performance, on the risk, on uh, the tracking error, on the diversification of our portfolio with or without uh, these measures being included. And that's very important to us uh, because uh, our clients are investing with us because they believe in our investment philosophy. I think they also have convictions on the ESG side, and we do have convictions on the ESG side. But we are not here to answer the debate about whether ESG is improving returns or not. Uh, we believe that uh, it's an impossible uh, debate to close. Uh, nonetheless, we believe that uh, uh, some dimensions are crucial, and this is why we are implementing our, uh, our measures. But again, never do we think that it will uh, actually help returns of our portfolios. So ba once you say that, um, you know, whether you are going to uh, look at it from an exclusion standpoint or let's say a best-in-class standpoint or an engagement standpoint, in terms of returns, in terms of what you are going to deliver to your clients, in our mind and given our investment process does not change uh, uh, a lot. So that's one way of answering your question. Um, I guess we do believe in engagement, and this is why we are also pursuing engagement and not only exclusion. Uh, I think our clients also believe in engagement. Uh, we started by uh, doing engagements on a standalone basis. And uh, when we communicated to our clients about that, some of them actually volunteered to associate their names with Stobam uh, in order to uh, increase uh, potentially the impact of the engagement that we were doing. So uh, I think engagement is certainly a belief, uh, but again all these beliefs are not related to what we expect to see in terms of performance and characteristics of the portfolio at the end of the day. Uh, other managers may have other beliefs, other managers may have other results, because their uh, investment philosophy or their portfolio construction methodology is different from ours. 
our portfolio uh, construction methodology is about diversification. So if I take a very simplistic example, uh, if for some reason you tell me that uh, uh, Renault uh, should be excluded from the investment universe, because we are not fundamental but we are looking for diversification, very probably we are going to be able to find other stocks that combined together will provide the same characteristic to the portfolio in terms of diversification and we are not going to be uh, uh, hurt or uh, embarrassed about the fact that we are not allowed to invest in Renault anymore because of a specific uh, guideline uh, and that's how we uh, actually deliver our returns. I just wondered if the SDGs in any way has come into what Tugram is doing in this area? Yes and no. Yes, because I believe uh, carbon is one of the uh, one of the seventeen. Uh, uh, so we are effectively taking into account uh, carbon today in the way we are running the portfolio. We are looking at some other uh, criteria. Water could be one of them, for example. Uh, now we are systematic managers. We are quantitative managers. So at the end of the day, we need data. And a lot of these uh, criteria that have been expressed uh, actually uh, lack uh, today, at least, uh, a proper measurement tool, which is not unfamiliar with what happened to Tobam and the reason why Tobam was created, because again, Tobam is about diversification and the way we actually uh, built our strategies has been by first defining a measure of diversification which was non-existing in 2006 uh, when Tobam started its operation. So we are constantly researching uh, ESG. Uh, I think it's more than 25% of our resources in terms of research. And I guess the direction we are taking is to look for and is to check uh, whether data is available, relevant data is available, and whether there is relevant information in the available data that we could work with. It sounds like any regulatory moves to standardize data, make more data available, would be a good thing if one is running a, a systematic approach. The metric has to make sense. <laughs> uh, you could decide on a metric, but if it doesn't make sense, uh, I'm not sure it helps a lot. Um, you could think... Uh, you know, our uh, take on, uh, for example, carbon measurements, I'm not sure uh, that the way carbon is measured today is especially accurate. Okay, you could criticize the measures a lot. You could claim that uh, there are some flaws in the way it is done. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I think at the end of the day, if you're looking at, uh, at a metric and you are making sure that you are significantly decreasing the metric, even if the metric is not exactly the proper metric, uh, I think you can claim that uh, you have a positive impact on the specific uh, subject uh, because you are significantly uh, looking at the trend rather than the level uh, itself.